0: This is TB8 by Dinner, a podcast about entertainment issues brought to you by darkcrazy.com.
1: I'm Tony Stark. I build neat stuff. I got a great girl and occasionally save the world.
0: So why can't I sleep?
1: I'm going to offer the choice. Do you want an empty life or a meaningful death? You're not a man. You're nothing more than a maniac. I'm not afraid of you. No politics here.
0: Just good old fashioned revenge.
2: I know. It's like and
0: then there. later on, you came out on Facebook and said, "I loved it." No, I didn't say I loved it. But you said, "I can't wait for the next one!" Exclamation point. Well, I did say Heart that. Heart
2: emoticon. I, well, I did not. know. Easy with emoticons, but. I, <laughs> but uh, no, I. I, okay, I well, got JJ. Let's get this party started.
0: You're listening to TV8. My dinner. My name is Sean. I'm here with Greg and Andrew.
2: What's up?
0: Reporting for duty.
2: I'm back.
0: Stop every episode
2: Greg said. He says, I'm
0: back. Well, that's... <laughs> they can't all be... Re- <laughs> well, you know, I've episodes,
2: been... You, know, you, you every probably episode can't be catching up with Greg. You, you probably should, you know, be thinking about redoing your openings and stuff like that because it's starting to look like I'm just not going to be a consistent guy on the show anymore. I mean, I, I hate it, but it's... You know, I, I try to get on when I can, but... And actually this summer I think I I'll I be more available. I don't think we available. have to
0: change anything to adjust to that format.
2: No. I mean this summer I think I'll be more available now that the girls are out of soccer and stuff. It'll be
1: it'll be better. All right.
2: Well yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Iron Man. I
1: liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun.
2: I I thought it was okay. It, it it wasn't the best of the 3 Iron Man movies, but it was all right. It yeah,
1: it Which wasn't the worst you, either
0: though. What did no. you think was the best, Greg?
2: I like the first one.
0: That's interesting. I I really have liked each successive one. I guess I like the concept and I like Robert Downey Jr. But I've never thought that any of them have had like really, like a really strong story. It's always just him finding a bigger thing to hit.
2: Well, yeah, and I recognize that, and I think that's probably my problem with it. it was you know the first one at least had to have a little bit of of story development in order to establish his character and 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 watch him. And, of course, I'm a gearhead, so I like to watch him build these things. And uh,
0: Well, it's actually one of the rare moments where the origin is interesting to you because Iron Man's not as well known as some other superheroes. So seeing the evolution of how he develops the suit, like, it is really interesting in the first movie. But
2: uh, I mean, but the other two, the two and three, are just like, you know, well, we've got a top one, and, well, now we've got a top two. So you know, they yeah, just make just them bigger more and bigger. More suits, more
0: explosions. yeah.
2: Yeah, well, but I'm that, okay with that. Well, I don't know. That last that last fight scene in Iron Man Three to me was just I couldn't hardly keep up with it. It's like he's jumping into suits, in suits, out of suits, you know <laughs> yeah, different kind true. of suits. All of, all of them look the same. You know? <laughs> I think
1: they all they all fall apart at the end though. Yeah. They are they're all very interesting. And like you like seeing the character stuff with him and all the interactions and you like to see the build, but even the first one, they, they all end up in just a big dumb fight at the end. It's not very interesting.
0: Well, that's sort of the, what, what carries those movies is him and the way they handle that character. Like, you know, the fact that they have Robert Downey Jr. and the, that portrayal and the way they, the, the, just the writing and, and the acting for, for Tony Stark is what sells those movies every time. Like, that's what I was just thinking today about what an interesting anomaly Iron Man is. Because he's, because you would think, hey, here's a summer where the two big movies are like a Superman movie or an Iron Man movie. And I'm like, I could see, like, if I were looking into the future and I saw that, like, Superman was having a movie, like, well, of
1: course. And then, like, Iron Man 3? Really? Like, that's going to be the one to beat. Like, really? Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's it was, he's like the middle grade of that Marvel stable, too, in the way, because nobody used to know about him. Now he's like the main character of that. Mar- he's bigger than Spider Man. Yeah, he's, he's bigger than X Men. Because of that yeah. movie. He's their biggest draw.
2: Well, that I think he just—he's a character that sort of speaks to the times. Isn't, you know, high tech, um, you know, power suits, things like that. I think is more acceptable to to. Audience, I think you it, it's
0: a movie-friendly character because I, I think comic books—the idea of Iron Man—is not that interesting because everything is fantastic. You know, like a robot suit. You're like, they should make a movie of Iron Man because it's like a guy in a robot suit. That sounds badass. But in the comics, who cares? There's like Everyone's like a magician or like a superhero yeah. or <laughs> like they're they punching a the comet into the sun or something. Like in comic books, it's kind of hard for Iron Man to shine. But in a movie, you're like, oh, man, he's awesome. These are well, totally yeah, that's cool why, special effects.
1: Yeah, and that's why Batman's easier than Superman to bring the picture just because it's more fun to see an actual person do those things and based on just gadgets and fun things. It's all – I mean it's great for movies because it's great for toys and it's great for <laughs> – this yeah, thing. I mean, there's not that many
0: Superman. I mean, they do make a bunch of Superman action figures, but there's really not that many variants that you can introduce for Superman, where it's like there's a million Batman suits that they make.
2: They've tried like to do that before. Like, you know, I remember like, uh, um, I forget was what the what the toy line was, but they had like a Superman uh, robot suit, or you know, that he was supposed to get in and make him. More Supermanish, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I mean, he has to fight Zod or something. Like, what's the robot? He's Superman? already just about all powerful, you know. Why that it?
0: used to be my argument against his new costume in the comics because it's all like sort of plated looking, and It's I was like, what is he wearing armor for?" But it's it's really just stylized, I guess. It's not supposed to be armor.
2: Another thing I didn't like. Um, another thing I didn't like about this Iron Man is I, I get tired of they, they keep trying to come up with some inner demon that that Tony has to deal with. Uh, I
0: liked that this one was actually drawn from something we saw happen,
1: though. Yeah, I like, like the idea is that you actually
0: traumatic stress from the events of Avengers.
1: Yeah, and you see that what that would actually do to a superhero. Like you never, I mean, you kind of see that with Batman a little bit too. Like I guess that's what they tried to do Dark Knight Rises as well. But yeah, I but like we the didn't idea. See Batman that, get thrown into outer space. Right. By I mean, this was like all after all that craziness. You you see, like yeah, that's a pretty traumatic thing, even for him. All those things happening, and it actually shows the effects of that. So I thought it was a pretty natural kind of progression of what he'd be thinking. in well, his head I mean, I guess,
2: I mean, you yeah, I agree with that, but I just didn't. Uh, maybe there's two movies in a row of it because I didn't mind it. I didn't really mind it that bad in Iron Man 2, but you know, when it, when they did it again in Iron Man 3, I was like, ah, oh, it's just, you know, more of the same. But, but I get, well, the point. yeah, I mean, how I conflicted
0: was, can he be? Yeah. I yeah. – I do agree that it works better, except that they did it. But overall, I enjoyed it. I liked, I liked the story. I like Don Cheadle getting a little bit more.
2: Don Cheadle should be pissed play. off, highly pissed off, because they ru- they ruined his character with that dumb suit. <laughs>
0: but that's sort of the gag because the, the comics. So there's so many variations of War Machine. I like it's. It's not Don Cheadle's fault though, but the idea uh, in the comics they've never really found a place for that the War Machine kind of character, the Iron Patriot. Well, of and, that's of it. It. Iron Patriot and that's the thing too about is Iron Patriot. in the thing that... do, do they? I think so. Yeah, I don't read the comics. Those comics, so I could be wrong, but we we have to Google that. See, I thought it might have been like so. some sort
2: of movie thing because maybe the you know people were having an issue with the character named War Machine, which is they kind of kind of the way it's... they
0: made it sound in the movie too. In the, uh, in the new season of Arrested Development every time they just say, I'm going to something it instead of Google.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I mean, it, it, I think those are kind of interesting things. It's also... The, I mean, spoiler alert. If you s- haven't seen Iron Man 3, go Yeah, we're going to talk right. about Iron Man, so you uh, know some stuff might come But I
2: always assume but the, that this is awesome. Yeah, but
1: the, the way they... The, with the Mandarin kind of revealed, too. I, I mean... I think it's kind of interesting because they actually do something different and it is surprising. You actually are surprised because they, they play mm-hmm, it up so Because they serious. build it up so well. And people, and people are pissed that they didn't do it. But I was like, I don't even know how you pull that character off without being really racist sounding. I'm really like... it's. The, I mean, they're I mean, they're very... The, the imagery involved with that character is so kind of
0: well, antiquated. And that's, and, that's and that's kind of funny <laughs> when I was seeing the previews and he's doing that weird voice like, you'll never see me coming. And I was like, what kind of accent is that even supposed to be? And then you'll, but the, it sort of plays to it because you're like, this is kind of an over the top sort of performance. So you hate to see it when they, they hire these good actors to play villains and they, they cheese it up because it's a comic book thing. Yeah, but they wise, have it's fun great.
2: Well, see, I thought that was year. what was going to happen. I mean, you know, that to me, that was one thing that saved the movie, if anything, was that, you know, yeah, he ended the, up being they sort a of played a character. To that. Yeah.
0: But, and the,
1: what, and if but, anything,
0: it was Guy Pierce that was doing the cheesy supervillain.
1: Well, yeah, acting. but it's but it play. I mean, yeah, in his actual personal thing, but in his plan, it makes that plan genius because I mean, he calls him the Mandarin, but then he makes him kind of look like Osama bin Laden and do all these other things, and he like kind of makes him every little bit of other or foreign that's scary, you know, for mm-hmm. a general audience to like to play yeah, into he's those deliberately kind of
0: trying to create
1: that xenophobic, archetype. yeah. So that's what that makes actually that interesting. did make it work. In a way, it
0: took sort of because that's kind of what they did when they were creating these comic book villains in the first place. Right. That's why they're all kind of insensitive. So to sort of play into that marketing as part of the story, I thought that was really fun. And I thought that, the, that again, the humor is what always... I, I almost judge every blockbuster by the humor because the action is boring because they can do anything with special effects. So yeah you know, the I action think. is awesome, but you want to see them do funny and fun things. Yeah, that's,
2: that's, a, yeah that's a good point. Cause, cause and now I think they're doing good. If, now
1: stuff. that this is successful, they, I mean, with the Josh Whedon first and now with the Shane Black, I'm, I'm glad they're successful with these kind of writer-director guys that have these much more comedy chops. Well, Shane Black
0: has got more. a strong – I don't know what he's been doing lately, but, but you know, he's got a strong history of, of making these kind of movies. Yeah, and Buddy you Cop know, kind of, and Lead the yeah, Weapon. Yeah, the sensibility of, like, 80s action kind of stuff is, like, well, I mean, he it's sort like, of yeah. invent that formula.
1: Oh, he's the one that brought Robert Downey Jr. back with a kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I mean, and that movie plays – I mean, that movie, the script sounds a lot like this movie. It's done in monologue through these, like, voiceovers, and it actually – it has some of the same kind of humor elements that this does, and I think it works well. The only thing that's funny about the Shane Black thing is that it's another Shane Black movie that takes place at Christmas time <laughs> for no reason. There's no reason. Like does he? I mean, I wonder if he has some like internal joke that he thinks is funny. Why they do this? Because every one of his movies takes place at, even uh, even on uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang for no reason. They all take place at Christmas time.
2: I did think it was kind of weird that they were talking about Christmas in, in the middle of a summer movie. But, yeah, that's...
1: because it's a Shane Black movie. Because you got to have <laughs> Lethal Weapon. It's like a Christmas movie. They're all, they're all Christmas last movies. Boy Scout. Yes, they're from. all Christmas movies. I don't think the last thing.
0: action hero, which is actually his, his parody of action movies, I don't think is Christmas time, which is funny because he's parodizing the formula that he created and he didn't go for that one.
1: Yeah, I don't the know. Because movies
0: in general used to do that, because Die Hard, that's, that was it the, the setting of Die Hard. The right. first two Die
1: Hard movies. Die Hard 2 was Christmas too. There's
2: just something about murder and mayhem going on during Christmas. It's kind of funny.
1: Oh, it's just funny, because in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and in this, it's kind of totally unnecessary. There's nothing to do with Christmas. I mean, just you just have to have the same shot of him running through a Christmas tree lot and stuff. That seems like a- <laughs> That's just his thing. Christmas. I think it's he just, just likes Christmas lights at night, you know, in shot. That's why he does it. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's my dove, like woo.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's my white dove, super juxtaposed against something on fire. John, we want to make action movies about magicians. That would be his wheelhouse. It is
1: good. It was.
2: <laughs> it was. It was acceptable.
1: It was fun. I mean, it's not. I think I still think I do think the first one's better and more interesting. And the second one, I didn't like as much. It, I don't mind it; it's just a little bit different. And I think I think this one's better. It kind of shows more his character in an interesting way, less cheesy way. I mean, some of the stuff with his dad was a little hammy in the second one, but this was it was interesting. It just they all kind of get dumb. Like the bad guys always just end up being dumb. I mean, Mickey Rourke actually was cooler, I think, as an interesting, I just did, the bad I guy. I do think
2: they played the bad guys and,
0: too over the top. Yeah, well, all all comic book movies seem to do that. I think, and and Marvel has a handicap because Marvel has
1: kind of dumb villains generally. But I they think the guy, a big, I mean, I think Loki was great in Avengers. I think he did a really good why job. Why do they with with keep being, bringing Loki
0: back? Because yeah, like, I don't care. Like that's yeah. why it's
1: going to be like Thanos or
0: something next time because he's like the big galactic you know dark side for.
1: <laughs> During that trailer for Thor, they're bringing Loki back for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene at the end of the trailer, he's like, I need your help. And he's like, you must be very desperate. <laughs> it's like, we're very desperate to have an interesting villain in this movie.
0: Well, that's one thing I really appreciate, because it used to be, in movies in general, but but comic book movies used to do this too, where every movie was just about bringing out a new sort of character. So once they killed off a bad guy, he never came back. they just kill him. Like, that was the problem with the old Batman movies, It's like, you couldn't really... Return to the Joker because we spent our whole budget on Jack Nicholson being the Joker, so he can't come back. So we just kill him anyway because we can't keep paying him twenty percent of every movie we make.
1: And that's the tragedy of Dark Knight Rises that I think Joker would have been back for that one. Like, yeah, I think and the that's second a real part shame. would have
0: been. But you would think, man, if Joker had been back, then they couldn't have even used Bane at all. That would have been an well, insult. Yeah, to well, Joker. that was all. Bane yeah, that was all.
1: That but was. Yeah. All, they would have had Catwoman still, and they would have had Bane, uh, Joker, and then there'd been some kind of. That would have been that, more interesting,
0: but... but but that's the problem with with you know you do, you only have so many signature like nemesis kind of villains for Marvel characters and and they're all kind of silly like like the Spider Man had that problem where it's like we use three of other villains and then we just reboot and start over and use the same villains <laughs> it's like because we're we're gonna bring back the Green Goblin it's like well but you did Green Goblin in like three of the the last three movies in some way like there's a yeah. whole arc that all you know you would get brought in Dr. Octopus and then Sandman kind of just threw in Venom to have a guy there
1: well they, I don't like how they started this thing like you gotta have two villains in every movie because it doesn't matter if the story even matters yeah, or the just old to... Batman
0: movies did that too Yeah, where that by the second movie they always want to just pile in at least two in every movie and that's, that's one thing I like about this, because when you think about this, Iron Man 3 is sort of a triumph in that usually by the time they get to the third one in these superhero franchises, they just blow it. Like, because it's going to be the last one, or they want it to be like a big blockbuster blowout. Even in this one, they have a thing where at the end he blows up all his suits, which is like to sort of imply that he's not Iron Man anymore or something. To, even though it doesn't really work to the story or where we know the franchise is probably headed.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing because, they, I mean, yeah, obviously they're going to do whatever they can to get Robert Allen Jr. back for the Avengers 2. But it's still in question whether he'll do an Iron Man 4 at all. So I, if he I think, does
0: Avengers 2, then they can ask no more of him. <laughs>
1: like, right. He's, yeah. he's
0: five films. But I mean, and he should because the, the, this helped reestablish him, make him a movie star. So that's cool. And it's a huge deal, but but you can't fault him. That's more than most actors put yeah, in. Yeah, I think if he did an Avengers,
2: if he did Avengers too,
1: yeah, that'd be
0: if
2: yeah, I the was, the one good thing. About,
1: out. And the cool thing, I mean, I mean, yeah, they are. I mean, they. Are, he has. I mean, he has all the power in that situation. He has to be back for Avengers two. But the cool thing about Iron Man is the character is that, I mean, even less so than like a Batman, because a Batman you could do the same thing, but that Iron Man could totally be I mean not he is Tony Stark and he is that character that's They that's the problem do, because but, he helped establish the movie so much I mean if they figure out an interesting different take with a really charismatic different actor who's a different character but becomes Iron Man he can totally just be Iron Man because it's whoever has the suit I mean, it's such a transferable <laughs> superpower in that it's, sense. It's so, just so
0: hard because the thing that made their success for those movies was how him, well yeah. they, that he built that character and they built that character with well, yeah, him Yeah, no doubt They're going to have to
1: cast the hell out of it and write the hell out of it to actually make it work. But it is possible. Like, it's not just like switching. A person. I mean, I could see a future where something could work. It have to work because they're going to keep making Iron Man movies because those are like the best selling toys. Yeah. <laughs> They just have to figure out what they want to do. I know the, they won't
2: the do this, thinking. but it'd be kind of neat to, to see Don Cheadle like take it up and maybe just have Robert Downey Jr. do a camera. Yeah.
0: or at the very least have him be the guy who is in the, the future Avengers movies. And know? the problem
1: is Don Cheadle is so awesome in other things and shows. I mean, he does have that kind of smart – Like he can be much more charismatic, but his character in this is much more straight-laced that it's hard for –
0: It'd <laughs> be hard bring to that focus, amount on that of personality,
1: yeah. Back into that character.
0: <laughs> what they should be thinking of, since they've already built the franchise around this, and I've said this before, is you know, you get the Avengers as like this sort of super mashup. And then you have these solo films that they do, but Iron Man is like is the superstar. These other solo franchises don't perform as well. It's like you should really start thinking about just doing team up movies. Like you know, like these these secondary these other characters could be supporting each other's franchises you know right you don't have to have because iron man can't be in every movie and they and obviously they make this one with nobody from the
1: movie in it you know what well, i mean now that like, they've it's becoming like it'll be like the star wars thing it's like the shot. avengers even though they have only had one movie i really think they're gonna look at those as like the main plot like the saga it's like when those guys get together this is when really the big stuff goes down yeah world and, and, threatening and these, business and these standalone ones are like those standalone Star Wars movies they say they're going to do. It's like, oh, yeah, well, this is the Iron Man. This is just a tiny little story about, it. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't, I didn't read the Captain America comics, but, I I mean, how big of a story could that be with the Captain America? Because, I mean, he doesn't have these powers. And also, I mean, as far as world changing, and if anything has happened, somebody would come help him. So it must be a much smaller story.
0: Well, I think. he fights Hydra and stuff. So, I mean, they're always threatening the world doing stuff.
1: Well, but you, you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, since he—it's just because he has no powers. And, I mean, he does have powers, I guess, but in the same way that it seems like whatever that movie's going to be, it's going to feel like a little bit smaller story just because— That's why I say they should sort I of like try that idea. To
0: bring these characters in together. It's like if you're like, oh, you know, Captain America did all right, but we're not sure what to do with Captain America 2. It's like there's no shame in putting the Hulk in it.
1: <laughs> and, like, and, and it's cool because that, Thor be is going to be— his, Thor has an easy out because they just go to another planet. And he just has adventures and yeah, brings he's, Natalie he's Portman as like a now. Norse god. There's all kinds <laughs> yeah. of things
0: you can do with with Thor. Thor was actually the game changer, really, for this movie franchise because you had Iron Man, who was a guy with a robot suit, and you had Captain America, is, is a you know he's a, a government experiment, so he's like, he's like chemically enhanced. And then the same is true of of Hulk. He's like a monster, but it's like a a radiation experiment. Like the thing that said, "Okay, we're going to accept that other worlds exist is Thor just
1: showing up. I'm the Norse god Thor,
0: and that's a game changer for the franchise. I didn't know how
1: they were going to do it. And then when you see it's like it's such a simple answer. It's like, well, they're just aliens and they help these people. And then now they, they made them gods. You're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. It's like they are just aliens. with super. I mean, they're basically like Kryptonians or something now. So they're like, oh, that's a neat idea that they can actually do that and do whatever now. And it actually works.
0: Yeah. And now all bets are. I was kind of annoyed because I was hoping that they would try to bring in another character. Because usually you watch the stinger at the end because you want to know who the next guy is. Like, Yeah, this one the was the just franchise. funny. It was and just... this was, yeah, it was a good one. But, but yeah, it didn't bring anything new. I want to know. It was like, hey, where's Ant-Man? Where's Doctor Strange? What are you doing next? Come on.
1: Well, they are doing an Ant Man movie, so and then they're doing the Guardians of the Galaxy movie too. So,
0: that's a fun idea as a super team, but but nobody knows who those
1: are. Yeah, I but have the again, idea. then again, they're doing the they're doing the same thing with that. They're getting James Gunn to write and direct it. So well, that'll mean, be good if it's James Gunn yeah I mean so he's writing and directing it so it's the same model as the so when Weed and is Fillion gonna be James Blight.
0: Gunn Joss Whedon how come Philly yeah. isn't
1: in any of these damn movies
0: it's like <laughs> these
1: guys he's a darling to both of these directors so yeah maybe Nathan Fillion been one of them uh, I think he's that Chris doing Pratt doing guy is the main TV series with he needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. he's
0: kinda too old now I think he well Dude, you don't do young Han Solo you don't do 40 year old Han Solo I know but damn it yeah, it was a good idea, but now they waited too long.
1: Yeah.
0: Not to say he can't do something. No, no. Not to say no, he I can't mean, be in Star
2: Wars. Well, they, like, you, he they can reboot Fireflies. Let's play, he can play Han
0: Solo's son. Jason yeah. Solo. Jason Solo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, Todd that's,
0: Solo. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason Solo is really the name of Han uh-huh. son. It, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Jaso. I didn't name him. Yeah, just call me Jaso. Just call me JLo. Oh, wait, hold up.
1: Yeah, I, I think that the big word with this movie is just fun though, because I I mean you can I mean you could tear this movie apart plot wise, like because I mean the whole premise and the whole his whole conflict revolves around him not being able to have the suit and do these things and. And then in the end when he and brings then in terms all of the it Turns out he's got a basement out, full of an army of yeah, suits. Yeah, and, like and all they kind of thing was
0: excavate his house well, and they were ready but, to go. Had a but that's dumb
1: to too. That it's like so you have these things with all this firepower and they have to wait till a couple of boulders out of the way. They just blow themselves out of there. Like, <laughs> 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 so it's kind of a lame. It's kind of lame that they didn't show up until. I mean, that, it's there's like the only reason they they couldn't get out is because the plot didn't need him until the well, very end of the movie. the thing is they, you see this all the time <laughs> were, and, it, and it works okay but they were held always, captive
2: by a plot device
0: it's click it's they have a conflict in the con- the story they want to tell it's like i want to tell the story about him being stripped of the suit so we see I, him as him and that's cool cuz everybody wants to see that superhero story It's like what do they do without the superpowers are they still a superhero so that's fun
1: well, we but we kind of want to sell a big finale, too. Yeah, we want a big <laughs> finale.
0: Because they show it. It's supposed to be a surprise, and they show it in the trailer. So it's like, we want to sell the movie on these effects. We need a big Yeah, and all the toys, the different on.
1: toys they have. Good Lord. They have, yeah. like, different types of suits, and they have names already in the script.
0: But, the, yeah, and that's another thing where, like, like we see a lot of times, it's like you could have had that same thing with a more satisfactory explanation. But they're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter I mean, Yeah,
2: yeah I it's mean, that's, just fine. I mean, yeah, that's that's why I'm not because if I if I was to get really critical of this movie, I mean yeah, I could pick it. Seriously pick it yeah, apart. You can
1: tear apart this script. Almost any
0: blockbuster you can do that with cuz I mean, like, there's a, that's cu- a certain amount of payoff they just want to have to have. That
2: was what movie. was so great about The Dark Knight is it was just so strong that you really could But well,
1: yeah, even Avengers didn't movie. have that big of huge plot points in it. I mean Avengers is pretty strong. I mean Avengers the ones you could say are Avengers is
0: strong. That's one of the things the Avengers
1: I like about you could say is the Hulk and stuff but they explain why I mean you can understand and explain away why he can turn into when he chooses to when he, when he doesn't choose into. You there, know. There's a that's couple like of the things biggest... in the
0: Avengers that you wonder. It's like, it's Loki's plan to get everybody on that ship and have the, the you know, and have the Hulk go ape shit while he's on the ship.
1: Well, like, <laughs> so two of, of them can fly, there and just plan? get off yeah. the ship. <laughs> and,
0: and that became the least, because that happened and became the least threatening thing, because then somebody just came up and started shooting arrows at the thing, and that did more damage than the Hulk. It's like you had a guy in a helicopter shoot an arrow at the ship and
1: that blew up the whole thing. Yeah, the whole with the Hulk thing, it's like. didn't do
0: anything but wreck our hangar.
1: Yeah, Thor can keep him busy. Yeah, like so he did a pretty was good a job. Dumb just... plan,
0: <laughs> as illustrated
1: in the film, was I, But plan. I think that did it. But again, I think that actually worked well because they thought he could do that. But Thor, it shows you how strong Thor is, though, in that scene because how yeah, much he can, can actually go toe to toe with him.
0: Well, that's what's funny when it culminates in a scene where all four of them fight. It's sort of just like Captain America and Iron Man trying to keep their distance a little bit.
1: Yeah, Avengers have Avengers have the movie has much more. Um, it has those problems, but they're almost like they're they're beyond. They're not you know beyond a reasonable doubt. They're just like ah, eh, that's not a big deal. I mean, this Iron Man three has ideas like wait a second, that actually breaks the whole idea. If you actually take this seriously, <laughs> what could actually happen? Or like, why does Tony? I, the One of the big things at the beginning, too, I was like, doesn't he have... We just saw in Avengers that he has this big tower, and the end of it, he's rebuilding it. I'm sure he's got like a billion suits there, well, too. Well, and it's, it's like, going
0: to become the Avengers Tower. This is one thing, you know, right. and I know they don't want to involve these characters, but at some point, this guy is like going to blow up the president. It's like, you're not going to call Captain America? You can't yeah, have a throwaway kind of, line where you explain that Captain America's off doing something in another dimension?
1: Yeah, that's Hulk. why it makes this in a weird territory, is that he wouldn't call other people, that he couldn't. Actually, that other people wouldn't know about it. I mean, that once you're yeah, Star Trek, that's another in an problem Iron too. Patriot.
0: they won't. But they won't bring in Captain America. Like, where's Shield and all this? Shield's not even in the film, right? So that's where this thing starts to break down. As far as you've so got a larger feels, franchise. Yeah. Speaking this film, of Shield, the, have you heard
2: about the uh, new TV series that's coming out next fall?
0: Well, I mean, I know they've been developing. I've, I've seen some of the casting decisions they've done. They say Luke. They say Luke Cage might be in it. I think might be one of the characters. That'd be kind of fun, because that'll be a good entry point for more secondary characters. That may well, be a good it, way to bring Daredevil back into the universe.
1: Well, the Agent Phil guy's back, and it's yeah, after he's the Avengers. Alive, so, so, so that's <laughs> fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> okay. they're, they're going
2: to have to write that, do some creative writing on that one to, to get it That's fine. To get it going. The most Thor is in this universe. It's based on the comic book. I don't have any problem with resurrection stuff like that. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah.
0: Like, that that's our, the least amongst our worries. He'll be a robot or something. Done.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll have it'll be like a cyborg In the or script
0: actually yeah. says he's a robot or something. Like, <laughs> not even trying. <laughs> Just Agent Fury. Yeah, he's back. He's like a robot or something. <laughs> Just keeping that on the hush-hush.
1: Have you guys seen that? Um, th- there's a, um, I watched a movie on Netflix the other day called Safety Not Guaranteed. I've seen that uh, yeah I've heard have of it seen that. I have that? seen it it's mm-hmm. a really good movie it's that's a it's fun sweet. Yeah, I like the
0: concept because it <laughs> that comes that's from a real clipping that, that Brooks yeah has, I, 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 I saw that
1: clipping at the time where the guy said going back in time yeah and <laughs> and someone you just know. imagines a whole film around that
0: because <laughs> that's a weird idea what's that guy's story
1: and it's a great movie I just that's I mean I don't know.
0: and it's got it's got people I love it's got Aubrey Plaza who I love and it's got Jake Johnson plays like her boss
1: in the thing and Jake Johnson's yeah, and he's awesome he's hilarious
0: yeah, he he's awesome. He's in New Girl. Yeah, with, I love New Girl's uh, like Dash my favorite Chanel. show. <laughs> on that TV. Guy's just hilarious. Everybody <laughs> on that show is hilarious. But so it, uh, that's just a good fun movie to watch. And that's and a good recommendation.
1: If anybody hadn't seen that on Netflix, it's it's a solid yeah, movie. Great. I mean, it has four and a half stars in ratings on <laughs> Netflix. It should tell you something.
0: Yeah, it's a good one if you give a, a good idea for a movie and fill it up with good people it, you can hardly go wrong I did see The Perks of Being a Wallflower the other day
1: was that good? So I haven't seen I enjoyed
0: it. it I enjoyed it also yeah, Lynn had recommended it previously but but I liked it
1: yeah, I read that book but I haven't seen the movie
0: I've never read the book but I, but I did like the film
1: and together we are a perfect
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I just like Slut and the Falcon yeah, I'm going to write about you guys yeah, It could be called Slut and the Falcon And we could fight crime <laughs> like, I, like that.
1: I need to watch That's Gentleman Up, Broncos again I've been wanting to watch that i tell <laughs> yeah. you a, a
0: book that I've been wanting to write But I haven't got past just having the title Which I, I wanted to make this, The first of a series called Vincent Cornelius Vampire Doctor <laughs> <laughs> I it could that, This could be my twilight
1: he just treats sunburns and...
0: <laughs> or whatever. Or every, he's a vampire. He only bends. works nights. Yeah, he's been a doctor of vampires. That's ridiculous, uh, I Moore. thought he was a
1: doctor too vampire. No, he's a vampire.
0: Because <laughs> he's always trying to hide his terrible
2: curse. It'd be like that vampire in the, in the Geico commercial. Can the the,
0: yeah. you come in and work the day shift at least once, Dr. Cornelius? No. <laughs> How can I do this without them discovering my terrible curse? <laughs> there was actually a show that's got canceled almost immediately on nbc called do no harm where it's like a Jekyll Hyde thing where it's like at 8 15 every night i turn into a raging psychopath so he's like always having to leave because he's got diabetes is what he tells me it's like this is a building full of doctors why don't they know that diabetes doesn't kick him at 8 15 every night
1: i have diabetes i have to go <laughs>
0: gotta get home and eat my oatmeal it be up, like almost every night. It's like, well, I know, this, I know this specialist who might be able to help you. you no, 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 no. That diabetes. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> like, you stop blaming everything on your diabetes. That doesn't make you kill hookers. My grandpa Duh, had diabetes. As far as I know, <laughs> been killing That's the, what Vince and Cornelius would be like. My terrible
1: cuz. Greg, if this is a, if, a mini, what have you... Um, Cause you probably might not be on the last two if you're not can't do it all the time. What have you thought about Game of Thrones this year?
2: Okay, Greg on the throne. Um, Yeah, Greg.
0: Greg (laughs) Launch, launch music. (laughs) Uh,
1: um, Greg on the throne. (laughs) Greg of Thrones. I've
2: I've enjoyed the 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 season. I've enjoyed listening to you guys talk about it. Uh, That's. Kind of like, because there's been a couple opportunities where I probably could have joined in, but I'm enjoying you guys doing the commentary, so uh, it's it's pretty cool. Only thing is, you didn't say anything about Brianne's dress, which I thought was something that should have been brought up. Was that they the put pink her dress? A, they put her in a pink dress, which to her I imagine is like the ultimate humiliation. One
1: right. thing is like, where they do they find a dress some at some point? That where do they dress, find up a dress that fits her? yeah really <laughs> good lord I know <laughs> yeah how'd you this dress perfectly myself? yeah
0: we usually put it on the bear <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: well and another he's
1: very bored
2: another thing too is I've, I've I've accidentally spoiled myself a little bit and. and don't so, tell
1: us for god's sake huh
2: no don't I'm not tell us tell. don't spoil no, I'm us no not because uh, I got I got really annoyed with the Oh, great yeah, don't
0: choice. spoil the, the Game of Thrones thing. No, no, I, I
2: won't, I won't. But <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, the, 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 I, I'm telling you how I spoiled myself. Uh, 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 Funny to has- just... Yeah. Don't
0: don't wiki things. <laughs>
2: I, well, I Well, that's what I did.
0: <laughs> that's what Lynn does. Because I've I never got, seen someone do delight spoiling things for themselves like she does. Well, it's I weird. didn't want to
2: spoil myself totally, but I was getting annoyed with the Thay and Greyjoy thing. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Did
0: they or didn't they?
2: Well, not. Well, yeah. I think it was. It was after that episode. <laughs> so but, uh, I googled something. So I got Greyjoy's s- dong. I got some answers about that, but then, but then, I also. You know, in the context of that, learn some other things, which yeah, I will tell
0: you. Yeah, I sequester myself from all. That. It's so weird because I really, I mean, if it happens, it happens. I know the information. I was like that was Harry Potter. It's like I know I'm not reading these damn books, so if it happens, it happens. Like my family told me Dumbledore died like, like two years before that movie came out or whatever. So it's was like, Snape oh, whatever. kills
1: Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, I <was> just no! <laughs> Have you watched it? yet? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. Jamie
2: getting ones. his hand cut off was like. Hit me like a ton of bricks. I didn't see that one coming at all. Yeah, that. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: better than than Theon
1: because, really, anything they could throw deon they could Dion they could throw Theon <laughs> yeah, in a ditch like, like deon <laughs>
2: Greyjoy. Well, you know, I mean,
1: as it kind of as it kind of turns out,
2: I mean, uh, I mean, really, they didn't even need to go down that road. I mean, I, I mean, they could have just left him out. I think, and, and the series would have been
1: okay. Yeah. I guess
0: they're just trying to keep that actor in because this is what Lynn was saying. This
1: is like in book five or something. So it's like not Well, yeah, and that's the thing, too, is that this is now. a show. So he could be a big part of the show that he was. He could have died in the books, but they could bring him in and he could be a big character in the show because the show does stuff different now. And it I mean, it does that on purpose. I mean, has it so.
2: has it diverged that much? I didn't think it had really.
0: A, I'm only uh, in the first book right now, so there's not a lot of variation yet. So well, I there's divergence
1: best. where they take out characters and they'll add characters. Yeah. They added like that Rosaline that prostitute that whore that yeah, I always feel bad they call her whore I always feel bad saying whore but that's what she was <laughs> in the show. But yeah, she was a totally made up character in the show. Well, she's not I in mean, the book at all. I
2: get that because sometimes you have to there's some characters that don't really have a full arc and things like that. You you know, you want to combine you want to get the message out but you don't want to dedicate a whole character to it. I I get
1: that. You know, so I mean they're they're tweaking and doing things. I don't know. I mean they, who knows? I mean if it ends up this thing, I mean it sounds like if it ends up him just dying and doing stuff. I don't. It seem it would seem pointless. If, I don't. I don't know if the show would just keep him going like that. So I mean if they're gonna keep him going just to die at the end of all this, then they must have a plan for him. or Something must come out of that because you can't. That's gotta have a result, right? <laughs> now now we're just Game <laughs> of Thrones. I
0: should I I should tell Vron to update the the drinking game so that people have to take a shot whenever we talk about game of thrones outside of the game of thrones podcast people yeah are like, guys like, we have a whole show about this and then you put out well, episode this episode i wanted and to and talk about freaking game well, so of you thrones. can make you can make this
2: into a mini greg on the throne I,
1: well see, yeah this is a grab bag you have all these different things and i just wanted to hear greg's thoughts because he's just not on the other one also. i mean but
2: but also i mean the the series is oh, the it's it's kind of going along as it, as i sort of pre- kind of had predicted it would I, I I figured like at the beginning of the of the season that uh um tyrion would marry Sansa oh really yeah uh well, well a, they, had, they did a little a bit of fores- on here they did a little bit Here's of foreshadowing a- about it about he makes a comment that she's pretty you know early on uh, and uh uh I was like what you know I got thinking about it it was like you know what that that would work out because he could still be with uh um, yeah, that's not uh, working out that way so well but I mean <laughs> well, it could kind of work out but I forget his, I, got, you know, I got two thoughts going
0: name. in before the, the ninth episode comes in because I've been thinking about like this thing with Theon I think because it was it was uh, Lynn mentioned this on the show and it didn't connect to me what she was saying because she was saying more than once they've been saying that the blood from the member is magical it's like what was the other time and then uh, yeah was what Theon was the other time Various. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And then I started thinking, what's his lineage? It's like, was that was there something special about that?
1: Well, he was Who's, just an orphan or something. He said, I like, thought. But I
0: mean, is there something? Does there something more significant oh. about him? Because oh, he could have uh, been, been a first, bastard
1: too. You're saying? You yeah. think
0: that he's a eunuch, and you think of eunuchs as having sort of voluntarily done that, and then you find out later that no, it was forcibly taken from him by a magician who used it for magical things. Like, good lord. Pretty high opinion of yourself. I, <laughs> I always but, knew mine had. So I work. wonder, is there something going on with with that character? That was there something special about his business? Besides, I mean, you just thought there was some weird thing. Maybe that guy just goes around harvesting the business of any kid he can buy off the street. Because maybe just in general, I also had another thought, which was, in terms of <laughs> sort of also related to the leech business.
1: We've <laughs> been thinking was, about this a lot. I've <laughs> Thinking
0: about the, yeah, the, the the dick leeches, dick but leeches. um, <laughs> but I was thinking in terms of uh, Rob because because you know of the three people that get stated, that's like the big business of like who you know if the if something happens to Rob, what would it be? And then I thought you know I wonder if because because I thought that smoke baby was in you know was unstoppable because it was like a smoke demon. Nobody could fight it. But at the same time, so are the White Walkers, sort of. And the dire wolf could just jump all over them. And in the book, it happens, too, and, like, much earlier than it happens in the show. And and Ghost helps him with that, too. And in the show, like, Ghost saves, like, Sam. And you're thinking, well, they, they sort of have, they're, they're a mythical creature, too, and they're sort of, like, this, this sort of divine messenger sent to protect the Starks. Because they even say that later on in the book, like, what, how did Sansa lose her way? And someone said, her wolf died. Like, someone just kind of said that. And they're like, oh, yeah. Because Ned starts feeling torn up about it later on in the book because he realizes, oh, my God, what'd I do? Like, this this was like this, this divine thing sent down to protect our family, and I killed it. Like, I did that. So you wonder if like if some kind of like leech monster comes after Rob is <laughs> like the fact that he has like Grey Wind with him going to help make a difference like could something protect him in that he has the these you know wolves this wolf with him I wanted to get that in before the next episode just to just to ask the question, and better to ask the questions when Lynn's not here because she knows the answers. And then she just she says, "Really, what do you think?" It's like, yeah, I don't want your, your your responses." Still, yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, like exactly. Hmm. It's like, no, I don't want. You to, I don't want to talk if you know because you'll you'll give it away. But. I just don't read anything. It's 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 been easy for me because I barely even watched the show until the season. I just passively watched it, and it's only now that I've been going through the book and paying more attention to the show. So, but it's sad because I'm like, I want to bone up on what's going on with these people. But if I go get on the, the internet, the first thing you know, I'm gonna find like some site that tells me everything that happens to everybody.
1: Yeah, you can't like you can't. What I used to do was yeah, like you lost can't. when it was on. You used to go to message boards and see what people were saying, but you can't do that in this because you can get. That's a dangerous yeah because
2: I, I mean I didn't go too deep I mean I I I googled you know what's the deal with Day and Greyjoy or something like that and, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that's pretty good and um uh, uh, you know and and I and I got more than I bargained for and but, see
1: that's dangerous because I know yeah. that he that happens in the fifth book so I know if you Google that you're going to get stuff fifth book related too which is
0: hey did you see the, the Doctor Who yet. One yeah, I saw the doctor.
1: So, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm not completely caught up on Doctor Who. I've, I've. Oh, uh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <I> know, never.
0: <laughs> well, never y- can y- just watch things. Uh,
2: so, uh, well, I haven't, I haven't seen the last episode. I've, I, I also accidentally watched them out of order. I, I watched the Journey to it the Center. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Until <laughs> <laughs> the last episode, it doesn't much matter. I don't even think the mat- the last mat- episode doesn't spoil anything either. But, but it's the finale of that story, so you kind of don't want to watch it until you've seen the other
2: uh, parts well, I guess but I'll, most of them are
0: just sort of procedural episodes so uh, as
1: long as you know the premise of what's going on with Clara I mean you're pretty much
2: oh but they but they answer that up. question what, yeah they answer her on? yeah oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I don't I don't want to know that so yeah, don't well they to, do answer uh, her and then they just have a, right at the end have a, another weird question which yeah is, you
0: don't you don't want to see what's going on with it until you've watched the other episodes but
1: <laughs> they do, they do uh, a lot of weird was, fourth wall breaking in that episode <laughs> at the end of that episode in just, a weird way it's a f- fun one,
0: and I'm looking forward to. We'll have to see Doctor Who is another
1: thing that it's just fun. It's like a fun sci-fi kind of, and it's emotional a lot of times too. It's a fun sci-fi kind of emotional at times show that you could you could rip that show apart for like bad writing and bad acting. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Well, But it's just it's, fun. It's, it's like bad great. Cool f-
0: mostly though, it's not the problem with Doctor Who is not bad story as in. That they have plot holes. The problem with Doctor Who is it's it's lazy writing in the sense that they will just invent a device that solves the problem based on it's it's a very emotional kind of storytelling because it's fairy tale because it, it is like if yeah. your heart's in the right place then the science goes your way. Yeah, but, I doing mean, yeah, because
1: that, all the character stuff is great and that's why you watch that show because I mean you watch it because the some of the sci fi is kind of fun and it's goofy and it's interesting ideas. Yeah. It's, and a it's just, just fun. Like yeah, yeah. But it's also just ridiculous. But you watch it because the character, I mean, they get now this newer version since David Tennant and stuff. They get these guys that are really good. Like they, the people and the emotional and like the character beats they're pulling off are actually kind of heartfelt. And oh, I love the new guy. Poignant. I love Matt yeah. Smith. Matt Smith yeah. is great. I, yeah. I don't like him as companion. much as David
2: Tennant, but he's.
1: I, He's all right. I like him, but I'm really easy to please
0: it, it, a lot of times. I, what I always love about Doctor Who is whenever there's time for a change, I'm like, oh, I like this guy, though. And then they bring in the new
1: guy, and then I end yeah, up liking funny. him. Out. Yeah, it's funny. I think like, it's interesting. The it blew guy guy is my mind. my
0: favorite one.
1: When you start watching, it's like, how could they do that to a show? It feels so weird. But then by a couple episodes in, you're like, oh, I love this guy. Yeah, like, yeah It becomes it's, that... You just
2: have to it's make a really a good choice idea. about the actor. I mean, and they can be but, different. That's what... There's
1: something interesting
0: about the spirit because the characterization will be different. Like, he has different personality traits. They'll bring in different writers. They'll bring in different actors. It's like there's nothing... It's so weird how there's a distinct spirit that they just have to hit on with Doctor Who. You know what? I was really disappointed there. No there's single
1: element. This year, I was really disappointed because the... Um, Last year it was the first year that Neil Gaiman wrote an episode, and it was actually a really good episode. As I wonder where the TARDIS, you know, she's like personified as this. Mm-hmm. I oh, like that. I, that was a great episode. And and he this wrote year the they se- have
0: an episode where they're lost in the TARDIS, and but that wasn't like episode that time, he wrote. He didn't write no, that one. No. He wrote
1: he wrote another one, but the episode that he wrote, which is really bad writing, like the dialogue and stuff, and just the scenes in between. I was just like, oh my god, this is which
0: one did he write? Which one? Was
1: <sighs> that? Where were the? Uh, dun, 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 dun. What they did—the silver, the crimson one with like the people—he might have written that one. What was the one after that? Silver was that the last one? Yeah. What was the silver? <laughs> was named after colors. <laughs> yeah, the last two episodes are like one is like the crimson tear, and one is like the silver. Let me look it up. it's like the silver something? Are you talking about
2: the one where he where where the TARDIS comes as a woman? Or
1: yeah, that that's the one he wrote last. One year one wrote. Yeah, that's, that
2: a, was that's really great. Life, yeah.
0: That well, was great. Though that, that episode, you're talking about the one. What is it, Mr. Sweetums or what is Sweetville or? That's the Crimson Death. That's the
1: Crimson one. Then there, I don't know which one he wrote though. Let me look it up. Right
0: that up. one was okay. The one I didn't like was the one. I hate these episodes where, they, like, every few years they'll just do one where they get lost inside the TARDIS, so we'd see. How yeah, he didn't do that. He did Nightmare
1: TARDIS in and Silver, which is like Nanny frontier. It's when they take the kids to that amusement park thing and it's the Cybermen one.
0: Oh, no, I didn't know he wrote that.
1: Uh, so yeah, and yeah, it it's okay, a horrible episode. Is a- Warwick Davis <laughs> like it was a ho- it was not a very it was just really cheesy episode. Yeah, there was that that felt like a filler episode that is sad. Yeah, and that's that was the one that, that he wrote. That. And I was like, "Really?" I was like, "All right, man." <laughs> it's like, that's-
0: that one didn't bother me as much as that Tardis episode, though. That, I was, just, that I was just I just saw that, that he wrote episode. it, and
1: then I was just watching it with that in mind. And then you just see some of the dialogue that's thrown around in that scene; like it's just really bad. There's just a, lot, a couple of really bad moments. I'm like, come on, Neil. It's like the one you did last year was such an amazing episode; like it really was amazing. So I don't know. Well, I guess they aren't all groundbreakers.
2: Was that that Tardis one? Is, is that the first time we've ever seen the swimming pool? Actually, seen the swimming pool.
0: I don't know, maybe. Probably. (laughs) That is, like, the worst one. That episode reminded me of an episode of Star Trek where he got caught in, like, the transport buffer. It's like a Barkley episode where he Uh, got caught inside and saw monsters inside the transport buffer. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: guys are so far outside of anything that even sounds like science that this is just (laughs) the worst possible writing.
2: Well, yeah, Doctor Who, I mean, can kind of annoy you for that, but... You have to but, well, you, the, really you have to turn like, off your like, science brain to watch Doctor Who. it's, it's, it's probably when, why I don't now, it's not really as, my favorite show com, anymore. As a companion
0: piece to that the the Doctor's wife though, is like now we see the TARDIS being sort of represented as this malevolent force because it's turning the the TARDIS into a death trap. And then well, when they like try these leaks to leaks in time and they run into these like ashen zombie monsters that's them from the future. It's like,
1: what yeah. future? Yeah. Well, that's the it's, problem. When all it's like they turn into ash zombies. I, I think you said it right. It's like when they treat it like a fantasy, what they the best the best Doctor Who writing is like a lot of I mean, what Stephen Moffat used to do where it's like his first episodes that he did were like the one with the um the gas children or whatever, that when he, the first season of the new reboot, even with the Christopher Eccleston, like Oh, where, yeah, yeah. I
2: know what you're talking about. Uh,
1: yeah, where the uh, the kids with the gas mask and stuff. I was like, that had like this, and that had the verse of John Barrowman or whatever it was in that episode too. It was like, it actually had pseudoscience and it was that Oh, it's these nanobites, But it actually made sense. And I was like, oh, I get it. That's fun. But it had really creepy stuff and it was really well written. That's and, the and, thing.
0: If you treat it like a fairy tale, that's where it sort of works. If it's like yeah. a dark like, fantasy, it's like it just the horror element sells it, and it's just so weird. They've done some fun, weird stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like when you do the stuff with just fun monsters, and they have a fun, like the uh, Weeping Angels thing. That's the Stephen Moffat invention, too. It's like, that's fun. Because they have a cool, they, I mean, they have a kind of a cool mythology and idea to them, I and mean, you can do a lot of neat stuff and a lot of neat like thriller stuff with those guys. And you can put a nice kind of emotional story around that. And that's yeah. fun. But.
0: And then you're not worried about the science. When someone tells you that statue moves when you're not looking at it, there's zero science to that. So it's like it's just a cool – like like that's a cool horror
1: idea because it's a cool yeah. – it's childlike. And they but say like – I mean they make it, make it science. Say they say it's molecularly. They're frozen molecularly yeah, when yeah, you're like that, – But that's, just but that's what it is. You want it to, to be like it. timey-wimey at the beginning <laughs> but then just set up the drama and let it play out and not – this deus mocking us stuff all the that's time. That's a good premise too,
2: because it's kind of one of those things that you kind of you've thought about at one
1: time or another. Like if you walk, that's what makes it work. Yeah, yeah. it's all fear of the dark
0: kind of stuff. It's like irrational fear.
1: Well, that's why that's a si- story. and that silence idea is really creepy too. Like the idea that you could see these things and not remember them, and they're all like standing all around us. The moment you look away from, them, you forget about them. I was like, oh my god, that's kind of. A, I mean, they're that's kind really- of. weird they had
0: that episode of Buffy, which was a fun one where the like the, the gentleman came and stole their voices and no one could talk. Yeah, that's a, could that's a creepy episode. That's a really so pre- those... it was such a great episode because not only was that a neat idea because no one can talk, so it's a writing exercise through the whole episode, but then those villains are about the creepiest villains that have ever been on a show, because none of them are tall, lanky mortician looking dudes. But then they had these freaks in masks that were running around in straitjackets that were their sort of their cronies. Like mm. God
1: yeah, they that's get those great guys. Episode.
0: The Whispermen
1: in this remind me of the Gentlemen. Like, oh, then, the, then the finale this year. Yeah, that's what yeah, they, where
0: they have like the no faces. They've but the problem with
1: them there's, like, there's nothing to those guys. Like, okay, that's it, and they they're just kind of freaky, and they don't have point to them. Well, the, that's the why problem I,
0: is, it's like it's like the Angels. It's like once you've already introduced that concept, you can't keep coming back and making episodes about it because we know it's, you have to continue coming up with new weird ideas. Okay. Well, I guess, yeah, we can we can bring that to a close, I guess, on that.
2: Yeah, I'll be able to speak more intelligently about that the next time we talk. I'll catch up with the yeah, doctor. We,
1: yeah, well, we had to talk about it with Lynn, too. In the interval, yeah, it.
0: she was wanting to talk about it because she's already seen it or probably just read about it. <laughs> she it <laughs> she just, never actually <laughs> watches TV. Just really she just has there. the internet. But, uh,. But yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll catch up on some of the topics. We'll be back very soon and talk about Star Trek. Uh, it'll be the next thing. And then we have to do our Superman retrospective and talk about nice. Man of Steel if we're going to catch up on that stuff. And at some yeah, we got really to do that. That movie better animal.
1: not suck. Oh, God. Uh, don't. Stop jinxing it. Let's all just be positive. Drake's <laughs> <Great's>
0: negativity doesn't <laughs> jinx things.
1: Yeah, we might right. need to do that. Yeah, we need to do that actually soon. Superman.
0: Yeah, we probably do need to tackle that because it won't be very long at all. It's a couple weeks. Uh, okay, but uh, you can follow more episodes of TV at Medina at TV at com. You can also listen to episodes of TV on the Throne at the same website. You can, uh, you can f- like us on Facebook. You can follow us on the Twitter. We're on uh, Google Plus as well. We, we do still have the forum at forum.tv at com. So you can catch up with us on all those places, and outside of that, we will talk to you next time. My name is Sean.
2: Oh, I'm Greg.
1: <laughs> and I'm tired, man. <laughs> okay.
0: This has been TV8 My Dinner. Don't forget to visit our forum at www.forum.tv8mydinner.com. of freezer yeah.